Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. They're an arrogant, ingrown, close-knit brotherhood like the Mafia. They're the product of a sick society. To hell with tomorrow. Their bag is today. Their bag is right now. Right now. Right now. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Oh, the hair on my neck just <laughs> straight up. With Ben Higgins. Thank God all these bottles I popped. All this paper I've been getting. All these models I popped. Stephen Woods. It's my job to pull that demon out of Ben Higgins. And I will do it. And Paul Reindel. Oh my God. <laughs> it's Ben and Woods. Oh, I do. We see the last On 97.3 The Fan. All right, my beloved friends, we are halfway home on a Thursday. It's February 1st, finally. Got out of the uh, 47 days of January is what it felt like. Uh, great to be here with you. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle, the executive producer. And uh, Ben Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor as well. We have raised uh, at least one of the shades in here so that we could see outside. And, yes, it is, uh, it's picking up out there. The, the rain is falling. It's very gray. Please be careful if you're on the roads. Um, it's going to be slick. It's going to be slow. No need to rush. You're, you're better. It's better if you're alive than you're dead, right? It is better for us as well. Well, as for, and your family. People, because we stuff. like you in our audience. Well, so we both. Not to be selfish, but yeah, you're really no good to us if you're dead. You're not. But you're better for us if you're alive. And I've said this before. We're like one of the only fans of traffic in San Diego. Correct. Because the longer you're stuck in your car that in the morning, you'll listen. the better it is for us, actually. So yeah. take your time. Listen to more Ben and Woods on your way to wherever you're going this morning. Be careful. Get there safely. And then you can listen to us more tomorrow because you're still alive. Yeah, correct. It's really a win-win for everybody. Yeah, it is. Your family, too, is you're probably important. Also, you know, one thing that surprised me there in that throwback segment, I think it did, is you as well. I didn't realize that, that the stomach noise segment was where your, that's incredible. I, me neither. Yeah. Which uh, we've heard no a idea. million times since then in <laughs> drops and that was opens and all. That was incredible all over the place that that actually came from that segment as well two years ago Man, today. That was incredible. Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> so fun. I had one that myself. That was yours. Yeah, that that was, was more burp. of a traditional, traditional. burp slash belch. What's the difference between a burp and a belch? Same anyway? thing. Anything? Yeah. No difference at all? I always feel like a belch sounds a little wetter than a burp. Like a burp could be silent, but a belch has noise. Like, yeah. I don't know. We've devolved. Um, hey, spring training. It's uh, We are in February, which is the month of spring training. In fact, <sighs> yesterday, Padres loaded up their trucks, and our Sammy Levitt went down there to cover the the fryer, you know, pushing carts around. And he actually had some numbers for us. And I'm surprised because we were just in Peoria, and they seemed fairly well-stocked. 
while we were right. there. But they have to take a lot of stuff with them, including 300 batting helmets, 500, 300. 500 pairs of socks, and 12,000 baseballs they take with them to spring training. 12,000 baseballs is part of the equipment necessary to conduct uh, you know, a month and a half long spring training camp in Peoria, Arizona. That's a lot. That's a lot of stuff and gear that they have to drive over there. I mean, if you've ever moved or you know packed for a, a long trip, you know what a beating it can be, and the panic that you feel uh, that you've forgotten something. And I can't imagine the logistics that go into just you're running a baseball team on a day to day basis. It would make your head spin. Uh, I would imagine. But I love that Sammy was down there getting video of them loading up the trucks, the big boxes of sunflower seeds, all of it, man, all of it. It just. February 1st, you're right. When the calendar turns uh, into Feb, I mean, we'll be there. We'll be there in three weeks, so which is hard to wrap my head around. So, yep. uh, um, Props to uh, Clubhouse and Equipment Manager TJ Laidlaw, who is in charge of all of that stuff for the, uh, the Padres. And, you know, it. You, you'd be surprised at how many jobs are required to, to make a major league baseball franchise work. Things you don't even think about in the offseason, like... Like this, packing of trucks for spring training and getting it all going. You need someone who's in charge of all of that. TJ handles that for the San Diego Padres. Yesterday was like his Super Bowl. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, you know, outfielders, too, is something that a, a team... Yeah, they only had to pack two outfielders for spring training. So far. Yeah. So far. They will only take two of those 300 batting helmets. I thought 300 seemed like a lot, but... I don't know how many players are actually. Well, there. I mean, you were just in the clubhouse. There's there's room for about seventy guys yep. in the major league clubhouse. Then there's a minor league clubhouse, and then there's an an even larger minor league clubhouse that I think has room for over a hundred guys. Okay. There's probably some backup helmets. Guys have multiple helmets, or do they just wear the same one the whole time? I would think that most most big league guys have at least two. I thought so. A regular one, a backup one. So they're probably bringing a couple of them to spring training at least. Why do I think that they all had their own, like that they put in, like it's theirs? They do. In the season. It's theirs, but I don't think they like take it home with them or anything. Well, so you leave the, it in your locker. Yeah, but then the team has to transport, transport it, it. To, to spring training. Mm. I don't think they have to transport. I don't think Manny has to load up his bats or anything. It's I don't think Manny has to do anything. Good, you know exactly. I mean? right. you know, that's what TJ does. Right. He's like, Manny, all right, we, we got all your bats. We got your helmets. We got your gloves and everything. We'll have them all waiting for you in your locker in Peoria. And then when Manny leaves Peoria... They'll take it all back and put it all back in his locker, in his locker. at Petco Park, yeah. so it's just there. That's one of the real perks of being what a big What do you need 300 batting helmets for? Well, like, like I said, you've got, you'll have, between your players in camp and your minor league system, there's yeah. probably 150 players True. or so, and if they each have two helmets, that's your 300 right there. Yep. There you yeah. go. Makes sense. Hmm. It's a big operation. Again, it's a, I, it's a large I, undertaking. You know, when you go out and play at fantasy camp, and you, you, or at least you can even go down to spring training and watch, and you look at the fields and the facilities, and you go, "You guys should never complain about anything because it is just, it's just top notch, the top of the line everywhere you go. Um, it is spectacular the way that they do things. So hopefully, leads to some uh, some wins this season. But it is, it's a nice little stepping stone, Benjamin. Um, means baseball is right around the corner when the trucks start heading out to spring training. Yeah, we're we're getting our stuff finalized right now and uh cannot wait 
to get out there and watch the boys in action. Yeah, looking forward to it. Glad that February is finally here. Uh, next month we'll have actual real baseball for you here on 97.3 The Fan, uh, starting with the two games in Korea. And uh, then whatever goes on between Korea and the start of the Padres season, and then, of course, the home opener against the San Francisco Giants. Exactly it's right. at March 28th, right? I believe yeah, Thursday, March day. 28th is the opening day in San Diego. Double checking the calendar. I believe that is accurate. Yeah, Thursday the 28th. Thursday, March 28th. Bob Melvin returns. First game back. The dugout he always wanted to be in, allegedly. So it should be fun. Does Hopefully 2 0. But we both said yesterday yeah, he gets booed. Ooh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Polite applause. No, no? I think it'll, there'll be a smattering of booze, right? I mean, everybody gets a smattering, but I think for the most part, will you hear it? Yeah, yeah. When he, I, think I, I would say polite, but not thunderous. Introducing applause. the lineup for the visiting San Francisco Giants, right. as read by manager Bob, Bob Melvin. Melvin. Ooh, yeah, I think so. I think there's more claps than booze. Really, really? I'll clap for him. I like Bob Melvin. I like Bob Melvin. <laughs> Even if you didn't like Bob Melvin, clearly he's a he's a good guy, and well, I mean, he's, he's a giant. So I don't think he torpedoed the Padres in any way. I mean, I, he's a giant now. If it all went down the exact same way here, and he ended up leaving to I don't know manage there's a, the Cubs or something. There's a difference though. That, then so they'll 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 announce the rivalry. Yeah, do you he, root for Dave Roberts when he comes? I'm not he saying I'm rooting he's for. Good I'm not saying I'm rooting no, for Bob like, Melvin. You, you clap but for Dave. You do a great job. There's a difference on opening day before a game has been played yeah. and the lineups go out onto the field. I feel there's no reason you can't give some polite applause to a former member of your organization, even if they're lining up for the other team now. If he goes out in the fifth inning and is screaming at umps uh, over a call he disagrees with with the Padres' way, go ahead. Then you boo. That's part of the action. That's that's part. He's now he's now at that point he's the opposition. He's the enemy. But when he's, he's just, already the enemy, when you put the laundry, when, on. I just I think when you're lining up though for the opening day introductions, it's okay to give some polite applause. Johnny says he'll to a former player. John says he'll boo while clapping. I'll do the same thing. <laughs> boo. boo. Kind of a, which you can actually do. It's kind of a half-assed <laughs> boo. Like, ha, ha, boo. Yeah, he'll get boos. He'll get boos for sure. Then again, with the players that haven't been on the team, I don't know that there's not. You don't politely applaud. No. Like, I don't Jung know. Ho Lee. Yeah. No. I, he's he's just oh, he's just the opposition. Look, Kyle Harrison. No, absolutely <laughs> no. not. But yeah, for I'll a clap and boo for someone who spent some time in your organization. I'm I'm okay with a, a polite cheer the first time he I'm, comes back. I'm gonna give it. I'll, I'm gonna give it some time, and then maybe he'll get a a nice ovation when the uh, Giants are out of it or something. That, <laughs> You're waiting yeah, for them wait, to be out of it. To be out of it if they're out of it. You know, they could like, have a thank good year you for yeah, taking your it. lack of success somewhere else. We really do appreciate <laughs> yeah, that now. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You know, uh, so Bob, of course, is mostly known for his time with the Oakland A's. And I'm I'm pretty sure he's still happy he got out of Oakland. That situation looks really, really bad right now. I, I honestly don't know that I've ever seen a worse situation uh, in baseball in my 48 years on the planet. Have so you guys? They're going to play one last season here in Oakland. It's not here in Oakland. We're in San here Diego. Here in Oakland. We're, we're in San Diego, A California. lame duck season in Oakland 
that you can't imagine there's going to be any positive vibes for any of the home games. Minimal crowds, mostly filled with opposing fans, but just a bad vibe the whole way. But then after next season, the 2024 season, their lease expires at the Coliseum. And there's no negotiations right now to keep them there. No one really wants them there. I don't think the A's really want to be there. But their options are, and Jeff Passan wrote about this, and I, I thought it was fascinating. So they have a couple of options. Sacramento has kind of floated their AAA ballpark. Salt Lake City has made a bit of a push. They want to show that they can be a maybe a major league city someday. And, and you know, at least part of Salt Lake City is pushing for the A's and they're building a new AAA ballpark that could possibly be their home for a couple of years. But for John Fisher, the owner, his problem is if he leaves Oakland, he loses his $70 million a year TV deal. Even if he goes to Sacramento, you leave the city limits, essentially, that TV deal gets canceled. That's unreal. And he loses out on a significant portion of his team's income. Because remember, he's not really getting anything in terms of Tickets, no concessions, jerseys, nothing like what the Padres and other you know more successful teams are getting. That is actually a significant part of their revenue. Crazy that he gets seventy million dollars in TV revenue. Now he's not paying almost. He's paying almost nothing in his salaries for players, but he's also bringing in almost nothing. And if he doesn't have that TV money, he's going to be a very lean next few years for the Oakland A's. Even if they sell out a 10,000-seat AAA ballpark, that's the most you can possibly get is 10,000 people. And I don't know that there will be passion for Oakland A's baseball in Sacramento or Salt Lake City, knowing, do you really want to get into a team that is going to be, you know, gone in three years? Are you really going to go down that road knowing they are, no matter what happens, they're leaving us in two or three years when their Vegas ballpark gets built? This is like the the whole... scenario of how this has played out, Ben, is like something a 12-year-old would do. I mean, really, like they, this was not a well... Not well thought out. No, this wasn't a well thought out plan at all, in the slightest. These are all things, in my opinion, that should have been signed off on, or logistics that should have been figured out before 29 other owners unilaterally said, sounds good, bud, let's do it. Let's get you out to Vegas. It doesn't make one bit of sense at all. And, you know, Oakland's like, Oakland's telling them, yeah, man, I mean, good luck. If you, you leave here, you're not, that's $70 million that guy's going to have to lose if he goes to play somewhere else. And what's he got at most? He's got one more year in the Coliseum. One more year. One more year. And so the, he'll get his 70 this year. He right? will. He will. And then even if they moved, goes um, right in his pocket. Yeah. Even if they moved to Sacramento, which isn't that far away from Oakland. They lose that TV money. Crazy. So yeah, it's a it's a bad situation. So he has two basically limbo years, and that's yeah. if everything goes perfectly in Vegas. If everything goes perfectly, they think the stadium can open in twenty twenty eight. So he has twenty five, twenty six, and twenty seven in limbo. And if there's like any delays at all, which is almost inevitable when it comes to ball. I mean, we're talking about construction on the Las Vegas Strip and. Maybe they get it done, but let's let's say they have just one year of delay, 2029. That's now four years of limbo, no TV contract, no fans, no nothing until Jeez. maybe 2029. How did they let this happen? Rob Manford. Mm. It's not it's it's a it's a black eye on baseball. But nothing will be done about it. There's not much that can be done. I, I feel terrible. Point. I feel terrible for Mark Kotze, who I who I love. 
I feel terrible for Jessica Kleinschmidt, who is our dear friend that works for the A's. Dallas Braden, it works for the A's. I mean, those those are people that I that I know and and some better than others. But you know, and then the players. I feel terrible for the players. Absolutely horrible. You're a big leaguer, and that's the life. I understand they're going to make a lot more money than all of us. I do understand that. But man. <laughs> You you look across the road at San Francisco and how they're treating their players. You look down in San Diego and see how they're treating their players and where they get to play. You look up in L.A., see how they're treating their players. And then you're like, what the hell is this? I mean, it is such bush. It's such yeah. bush league. The behavior. A's are like that cheap team in the movie uh, Moneyball. Yeah. Which one the was A's. It? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, sodas are $4 now in the A's clubhouse. So stupid. Our, uh, well, why does he do that? Well, our GM likes to keep the money on the field. But actually, no. Our owner likes to put the money in Padres his pocket. The Dodgers are taking our heart. The Dodgers are taking our spleen. Right. By the way, that's not even the same owner. No, it's different to- owner. Totally different owner. It sucks, dude. But same organization, same apparent philosophy. And, like, I don't – I can't – in good conscience, laugh at them and and their owner. I just I will just want the worst for him. You saw what happened. I, I think A's fans were a little got a little boon, uh, a little burst of excitement when they saw that private equity group bought the the Orioles. They're like, why can't this happen to us? But I don't. If you're a private equity group, Ben, and you want to buy a baseball team, who's the last baseball team you want to buy right now? With everything hanging in limbo, it's the Oakland Athletics. Soon to be, not soon enough to be the Las Vegas Athletics. So. It is a dump. It's a dump. The whole thing sucks. It will be interesting to see how things change, if they change, when the team finally does move to Vegas. Yeah. I mean, the Raiders were still always the Raiders when they were in Oakland. Yeah. But they played in a dump. Same stadium. Imagine pulling 160, you know, 100, or 81 home games. It's 117 degrees. Are they playing in a dome? Yeah. Is they building a dome there? Yes. A retractable? It will be some sort of domed in a, covered in a, stadium. In a, a town full of, of, you know, there's some locals there, certainly. Um, but, I, I mean, to fill that ballpark. And then, what's your excuse when the ballpark doesn't fill because you haven't put any money on the field? Are you now going to go out and spend $300 million? Or 300, yeah, 300 million bucks on players and stuff like that? Is your payroll? It's possible in football when there's only yeah, nine so games, games or whatever. Nine games. And you know that when if the Packers are playing on the road in Las Vegas in the middle of December, half of Wisconsin is getting on sure. a plane and going on a vacation, and they're going to go gamble, and they're going to go stay in the hotels, and then they're going to go watch their favorite team play but John, it doesn't work in baseball like John that. Fisher has said in interviews his plan is to have a payroll around 170 million dollars in Las Vegas which would be in slightly four years which right now would be a little above the average in, the that's a- in four years right now though. the average payroll is in the, the about 165 which would be a huge improvement for them right now but still it's it's only he's expecting like an average payroll we're going to be 52 years old, 53 years old, maybe, before we see the first pitch in I, Las I, Vegas. I want to open our phone lines here. I want to hear, if we're February 1st. It's baseball month. I want to hear Padres fans and where you stand on where the team is. Obviously, not a finished product yet, but confidence level going into this season. We heard uh, what Jake Peavy had to say about the Padres a little bit earlier. Do you share in his optimism? Uh, for this team. There are optimists out there for the San Diego Padres. Give us a call, 833-288-0973. Some uh, Thursday phone calls, very throwback of us. 833-288-0973. Back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. The special night, then we were sick as Sick real Screwed up eyes and screwed down hair Like some cat. Call from mom. 
Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Here, 833-288-0973. Padres fans, 97.3 The Fans. You can always uh, jump back to things that you missed on our program by using the Rewind feature on the Odyssey app. Uh, find your show, listen to uh, the most recent es- episode, or go back. Just go to A-U-D-A-C-Y on your app to download and get things started. You can't jump forward into the future. We have not developed that technology yet. No. However, if we did... And you jumped forward to nine o'clock. We might have some news coming your way at nine o'clock this morning that I would imagine a large segment of our audience will be interested in. Couldn't agree more. Have I said too much, or nope. is that the right amount? It's the to right say? amount to say. Now shut up. And now you just move on. <laughs> Don't give anything else out. Correct. No other no, tidbits. No other. Can I tidbits. say what it's not? No. I can't I even just, say what it's not. Nope, I wouldn't even. I know say I can't say what on. it is. Shut up and just, just move on. I will turn your mic off. All right, keep it. Fair keep enough. It going. All right, just let's uh, let's go out to the phones. Eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. We're uh, we're evaluating the Padres as of February first. Not D. Not, not the day that you have to be your best. October first is a good day to really be. At your best. November 1st is fantastic. If, if you're you at, be at your, your best, best on November 1st, on you're November 1st, you good. like that. February 1st, not as critical. It is but February it is, 1st, and it is just it coming is down. Out it's out a there. mile oh post, though, for us. And uh, Chris is on the line. Chris, good morning. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? Good, pal. How are you? Awesome. Uh, here's how I'm looking at this season. Uh, last year, and just a little background, I've been a fan since I was nine years old in 1969. Love I've been it. with these groups for 55 years. Um, last year was about as high an expectation as we could ever yeah. get. I mean, we were, you know, all but planning the parade and everything, and, well, basically, how'd that work out for us? So, <laughs> Not great. going into this year... Uh, I have very low to mediocre expectations, so I'm kind of looking forward to, uh, since we had such high expectations last year and it turned out to be a, uh, you know, dumpster fire, 
maybe this year with no expectations, it'll they'll surprise you. The old true. The old under promise and over deliver. I like to do that 100%. in my yeah. I like to do that in my marriage a lot. I under promise <laughs> tremendously, and then wife comes home. Oh my god, he did the dishes. What an angel, right? I over deliver. If it's ex- all harder to be the favorite too. You oh, know, it's when the your worst. expectations are high, you, you've only got one where to go, one direction to go, which is down. That's so, right. But I had a, an off topic a little bit, but I've been wanting to ask this question for a long time, and maybe you guys can't answer it now, but maybe next time AJ or our group is on. Ethan Salas is what sixteen, seventeen now. Seventeen. When he, when somebody like that, and I don't know how many times it's happened, but when they're that young, and you're they're in your system, are his parents with him? Or did the Padres assign a guardian? Um, how does that work? Question. Who's keeping that kid out of trouble? That's a good question. That's I, a good question. I have no earthly idea. I don't know the answer to that either. Like, okay, all right, so we've seen him out at, at Peoria. When he finishes up practice and the guys get in their car, I mean, he's old enough to drive, so gets in his car, goes back to his Airbnb or his studio apartment or whatever that they got for him out there. Is he on his own? I would guess that there's a a family member probably with him, but I don't know that for sure. Now, you look at other sports like soccer, and they have these youth academies academies where you go and you live and go to school, and it's essentially like boarding school. Like, have you ever sent – I mean, people send their kids to boarding school – and they sign me up. They expect other people to <laughs> kind of be responsible and make sure that their kids are okay. I'll see you guys at Christmas. I love you. Now, Salas has money. He sure. was given a nice little signing bonus. Five million. I so believe, yeah. he can afford to have his parents living out wherever they want if they wanted to stay in Arizona with Got, him. Like, I wonder if he rooms with guys. You know, like three guys have a house and they look. I, they're probably sitting around playing Call of Duty, let's be honest, and Fortnite and whatnot. You know? I, I would guess that there's a family member with him. I would think that would be something the Padres would keep a very close eye on to make sure someone who has not lived in this country you know, is, is being very well tended and yeah. monitored as an underage person I mean, I'm, in the United States. I'm 48, and I could pretty much use a handler on the road as well. So <laughs> let's be honest there. Uh, but, I, I, yeah, it's a really good question. I never thought about it like I, that. I actually like, – You think about, like, actors when they're on set when they're 13, 12 years old. Yeah. Yeah, they have to, like, take go to school. Yeah. They, their parents are there hanging <laughs> and out. And there are regulations that – Hugely, yeah, that, huge That regs. control that in terms of how many hours they can work yep. and, you know, what schools they have to do and who has to be there to monitor the child – Labor law, you know, situation. I don't know in baseball what the differences are there, but it's a good question. Good Chris, question. you know, we'll bring it up. Uh, I, I will ask someone next time we talk to someone in the Padres minor league development system. How I could probably ask somebody right now how that works. Yeah, text uh, text one of the people because I am now curious about the answer. We may have it uh, an text answer the guy for that's you. That's listening right now. But just t- texted us. By the time no, we get text back, this guy. I know this uh, guy. and we will continue taking your phone calls eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. One thing I disagree with Chris on, and Chris, thank you for the call. I don't necessarily just setting lower expectations makes me then happier about the team. I mean, I can say if the Padres win more than eleven games this year, we should be absolutely thrilled. It's not true. I I still think they should be a eighty five. Or higher win team that absolutely competes for and likely makes the playoffs. And if they don't, 
It's a massive. I'm not going to be happy. Oh, I'm going to be really. If they go 83, hey, they won one more game than last year. Not particularly going to be happy with that. I'm I, still going to be disappointed. But I do see what he's saying, though. I mean, you're not. You, no one feels like they did going I into last as, season. I won't be as bitterly disappointed as last year, but I'm still going to be disappointed for sure. But it's just just doing what you did last year with lesser. Without Juan Soto is not a win for me. It's not oh, a win for me. Hey, either. we lost Juan Soto. We still won 82 games. That's a win. No, it's not. If you didn't make the playoffs, it's not a win at all. Now, if you won 79 games, but how, somehow snuck in the playoffs, win. Yeah, duh. It's a win. It's a win. Just yep. make the playoffs. That's all it's about. All right, we'll take a break. More phone calls coming up. Give us a call, 833-288-0973. Ben and Woods talking Padres on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Question yet about what uh, how they handle like sixteen year olds in the minor league system, whether they have a guardian or their parents live with them. Or I do remember when the Padres drafted an eighteen year old Matt Bush and he was on his own in Arizona. It didn't go too well in that first year or so. Said uh, not really. It's always been kind of a weird deal for guys under eighteen, but they've got staff that keeps tabs on guys. Okay. Not, a, not a specific handler for each guy under eighteen, as they'll have a few each year. Yeah, I mean, millionaires under 18, I would not have uh, done well at all. I would have made it three weeks, max. I think what so much about Ethan Salas is his makeup. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, uh, they, everyone has said he's, a, he's an old He's not type someone guy. that they feel like is just ready to go out of, completely out of control uh, just because he has some money now in his pocket. Now, don't, you don't know how anyone's going to react. Yeah. And the ages of you know, 16, 17, and 18 can be kids, man. Tur- turbulent and hormonal. And I mean, none of us are necessarily at our best when we are 17 years old. So I would imagine it's at least a concern for any baseball organization that has a number of 17-year-olds in their in their international and minor league system. I think seventeen year old Paul a five million dollar signing bonus. Over, dog. <laughs> it would have gotten weird. Been down at Bottled Blonde in Scottsdale. <laughs> just where's Woodsy? Is it Bottled Bottled Blonde again? <laughs> More bottle service. 
The for thing him. is, the reason why none of us received $5 million bonuses... Because we weren't good at sports. We, well, yes, but the kind of dedication and effort Correct. that goes into getting to that level kind of means nece- you're not necessarily the kind of person who is just looking for things to fool around with and get in trouble with oh, uh, yeah. the second to, you get that money. I played high school ball with a guy that got drafted in the third round, made it to the show for just a cup of coffee, but by far the best baseball player I've ever been on a team with. And we would have like we'd, somebody would be like, oh, my parents are out of town. Everyone's coming over Friday night. You can just stay the night. We'll hang out. He'd be like doing push-ups right. at midnight just because <laughs> yeah, that's not that was part of his regimen. We're all just sitting there stuffing our face with junk food. Yeah. And he's working out. And we're like, F this guy. Who yeah. invited Ryan? Yeah, guy made the show. Yeah. Made you know? the show. Built, made different, show. built, built a little different. differently for different. sure. All right. We're going to get back out to the phone lines. 833-288-0973. First, quick check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fam. All right, let's go out to uh, Edward, 833-288-0973, joining us here on 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, Edward. Good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. Listen, uh, they're still wringing their hands about this outfield positions that we got here. There's an elite uh, defensive outfielder still on the market out there. He completed all three outfield positions. He had 261 last year. He only made a million two, and he's a left-handed hitter. If you play him every day, I saw him play four or five times last year. He's still got his wheels. He'll get you 20-plus stolen bases. But why hasn't anybody given Travis Jankowski a sniff? They have. The Texas Rangers have given him a sniff, and I do believe he is going back to the Texas Rangers if it's not already done, Benny. Am I, I think I, you're I, right. I think I, they did just, re-sign him, yeah. I saw a report that they were interested in bringing him back. I think we missed the boat on that one. Um, Edward, I do. I, I like think, where his head's at. I like though. where your head's at, though. That was a well prepared call, except for yeah, five days ago, yeah, five uh, days guaranteed one point seven million on a one year deal to stay with the Rangers. Five point seven, he got one point. Oh, one point seven. Yeah, one point that would have been a no brainer. But I like where your head's at, man. Um, that's the kind of that's the kind of player that you know this team should be going after. To be honest, I don't know that he was gonna. Uh, I mean, I guess he could have given you twenty stolen bases. You're not going to get any power. Which is tough. Uh, you know, the Padres are looking for maybe a little pop in a corner outfield spot. He could have played center, obviously, if they needed him to. With our budget and what's left on the market, we're kind of running out of options. Yeah, you get a little picky about. Oh, I want power and left-handed. Maybe just, let's just get a body get first. Get a couple bodies out there maybe... and see what happens. <laughs> but I liked his thinking. I did even too. Though you know, another already... team has already jumped in. Let's go to Carlos next up with Ben and Woods. Good morning, Carlos. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, two things. Uh, one, I'd like to see Tommy Stan back. Yeah. I know you guys were talking about that yesterday. Um, I know Tommy, well, one thing I'm not sure if you guys knew, but there's a video where Tommy Pham was uh, defending the, the slap to uh, Jock Peterson. Oh, yeah. Saying that uh, the reason he did it was defending his teammates were who were the Padres. Yeah, 100%. Then, we, we talked about it when it happened, and, you know, it was it a little bit unhinged? Yeah, it's a little bit unhinged, but... This team maybe needs a little bit of uh, unhinged behavior out there. He's certainly not going to back down from anybody. We know that, uh, and he's had yeah. a, he's had a nice little resurgence, um, you know, since he left. And then I was thinking about I'm not sure if you guys talked about, but Trevor Bauer. I think that guy needs a, another chance. So here's the thing with Bauer. I know he did. <coughs> excuse me. I know he did an interview recently, and I watched some of his interview. He was on WFAN in New York, I believe, and. Uh, it's such a delicate 
it's such a delicate situation with him. He brings with him a circus. No matter if you believe him, if you don't believe him, Trevor Bauer brings before a circus. Before any of that before stuff happened. Any of it happened, it was a circus. It was a circus. So the thing, man, that that kind of snuffed that out for me was he's like, yeah, you know, there were four pending there were four cases and there's still one pending. There's still another victim, potential alleged victim out there with a pending case against Trevor Bauer. I don't know that you want that kind of attention um, or that kind of personality in your already fairly delicate clubhouse. Here's how I view it. From what I've heard, it's not something the Padres are going to do. There's no way we're going to talk them into it as fans. So there's really not much of a discussion to be had. Uh, Will will he ever get a chance with another team? I'm not sure. I don't. don't There doesn't seem to be much of an appetite around Major League Baseball right now for a Trevor Bauer return. I am always in favor of trying to help people be better versions of themselves. And he's talk he's talking the game about Somewhat. a little bit. Yeah. And then that's a start. Now, if you live the game for a while, like show me show me like two or three years where you are really like walking the straight and narrow and there's no controversy surrounding you and uh, you've done and said the things you said you were going to do, you're going to do. Yeah, I'd, I'd consider at that point, you know, giving Trevor Bauer another chance. But right now, I feel like you'd be taking a really big chance, one that could actually do more harm to your organization and your culture than well, would help I, you on the field. And I think, again, when you look around, the... He uh, also didn't, did, he didn't pitch that well last year in Japan, did he? was he? okay. Was he okay? was okay. But I, I, when you look around baseball and you see teams that are so desperate for uh, starting pitching... And the fact that his name is rarely mentioned with any of those teams. Again, there was a reason MLB handed down the suspension that they did. It's the longest suspension in history, I believe. And, you know, there's things that we know. There's things that we don't know. There's things that we speculate on. But when he, from his own mouth, said, yeah, and I've got another pending case out there, done. That's it. Then yeah. You can't have it, I, man. Th- That's the other part of it is people think – I don't know why they they think that Major League Baseball, the NFL, they're out to get their players and suspend them for as long as possible. I promise you, if MLB investigated and truly found nothing, they would love nothing more than to say, "Hey, we looked into this guy, and, remember, and there was nothing wrong." I mean, we everything that we looked at, nothing was true, and so we are happy to clear him and bring him back joyfully to Major League Baseball and enjoy his talents again, you don't just suspend someone without evidence and cause. Yeah. That doesn't do you any good in your sport. Yeah, it's a bad look for your sport. Yeah, exactly. Right? And, and But, I mean, remember the Clevenger situation uh, that happened as well? And I, It I, was gnarly, too. It was really they, gnarly. You know what? They investigated, and they didn't they suspend didn't him. Suspend him. They, didn't, they didn't find or couldn't corroborate or whatever uh, what it was. He He's out there. I mean, look, if I had to take my choice between the two, I'd Clef. go Clev over yeah. Bauer, but I don't think either of them would be a... a you know, good fit here as it stands right now. Uh, Tommy Pham, of course, you say, you know, that intensity, you know, he's got that edge to him, had the whole fantasy football, you know, controversy with his team. Well, he doesn't like Jock Peterson, and and I like that. <laughs> Is... <laughs> Now, would you let would you let Tommy Pham into your squares pool that you're now doing on our chat? I just give Super my Bowl money squares. now. I would just give my See, money. See, Tommy Pham would come in and he would smack you for what you just said what? during the break. You were asking me, you were asking me what numbers should I pick for I my know. Super Bowl it's squares? The best ones. I, you're, you have you, you have a mind like that. You don't get to pick your own numbers in the Super Bowl squares. squares. The whole point of Super Bowl squares is it's <laughs> randomly assigned. If you're 
Does anyone not realize this? If you're doing a Super Bowl squares thing, don't put the numbers in. You put the names in the boxes first, and then once it the names are all you. in, you randomly draw the numbers. Because if you're doing Super Bowl squares, let's say it's $5 a square, and you look at the board, and all that's left is 2 5 or You're not getting those. You're two, not buying eight. those. You're going like, I, I'm not buying that. I've, no, I've almost no... Unless there's a safety somewhere, I can't win the first quarter. I mean, it had to be like 42-35 for me to even have a chance at winning. Yeah, everyone wants 7-7 seven, seven and 7-0 seven, and 3-7 and 1-4. Oh, yeah, I can do that. 21-14. No one fives and eights in their Super Bowl squares. Well, so I can't, I, you I, can't put the numbers in first. <laughs> Tommy Pham would go, I'm not doing this pool. I, he's this pool is not being run correctly. Yeah, he would smash. I'm not running. All I did was sign up for the worst. Whoever set this up, I think it was the Guzzinator. He set up a, a thing. It's the worst website. I'm a very good fighter. You know, I don't yeah. I don't do Muay Thai, Kung Fu, and box for no reason. That's exactly right. I don't know how this website works. And it had everyone. It looked like you were picking your squares, which I was like, well, I'm good. I'm in early. <laughs> Don't, you don't get to pick to your squares. All right, good. Well, I got, I got to sign some, that's and not now, how it works. now I can't see them. So I don't know what the Okay, that's good. Doing. Well, uh, someone says, no, they're numbered 1 to 100 just where you put them in, but that's not your number got it, got it, that got you it. get for the end of the quarter or the half or the final score. <laughs> that's just a, the random number of the score. The numbers get added later. I mean, I do – that's little kid gambling. I do yes. real gambling. I want 7-0 as my numbers. Of course you do. They've got a much better chance at winning when you have good numbers. Okay, let's go to uh, Jamie is next up uh, on Ben and Woods. Good morning. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good morning. How are you? Um, good, good. Uh, as, as the days go on, getting more and more frustrated. I've been, I've been trying to be patient with what we're not doing. I mean, it's February 1. We have no left fielder. We have no center fielder. We don't have a full pitching staff. And then we talk about, like, we're trying to save money while – my tickets have gone for half a season from thirty five hundred bucks to eight thousand bucks. So I I just don't I don't understand it. Like how do we they had over three was it three point three million people in the stands and you're telling us we don't have money to spend to try to get a winning team here? Yeah, I mean And again it's you're, I, you're, I don't get it. And it's it's February. We don't have a left fielder or center we're talking about Tommy Sam? We wanted that guy out of here. We want to bring him back now. So, so, he, so, so he wants to beat up awesome Kim again because you ran into him in the outfield. Like, come on, they're buddies now. Uh, so, and 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 Jamie, I you can feel however you want, and he's right. You, you he know. is right. Is it fair? Can we all acknowledge that last season with the payroll they had? From everything I've heard, the Padres lost a good deal of money, even with did they every yes, even with every ticket sold. Because they didn't make the playoffs. Right? That was part of it. But, yeah, they lost a, a good chunk of money last season. Ben, but here's the thing. Not one fan on the planet should give a rat's ass what their favorite team made or lost. That's not on the fan. Because no. you, you, the fans filled the ballpark. The fans bought job. the merch. They buy, they're buying the bricks. They're doing everything they're supposed to do. Listen. It, you cannot. I, and no, I'm not but saying I'm you just are. saying you can't continue to just in, keep increasing payroll right. as you're losing more and more money every year. Correct. Like some teams do it, and you know what's the luxury tax that Cohen's paying in New York? 140 million dollars. I mean, that's it's insane or whatever it is. Um, the fans have done their part. They have absolutely done their part at Petco Park. Um, they're rabid for this team. They buy the merch. They buy the beers, the hot dogs, the whole thing, man. 
I, I see his point, and as somebody that spends, you know, that, hey, I was spending 3500 now I'm spending eight, and we don't have a roster. Yeah, I get why panic is setting in. I get it. I, I think it's fair, but I also think, hey, man, it's not done yet. That's the only bit of solace I have is I still think there are well, there have there are moves that have to be made. They have to. They don't have a choice. It's not going to be Cal Mitchell and Sugar and uh, and and Tucapita Marcano out there with Fernando Tatis Jr. It's just not. And I think I'd, I hate to say the wait and see approach, but that's really the only thing you can do. So right now in their actual 2024 payroll, according to Spot Track and. The luxury tax number is much higher, but the actual payroll outlay this year, Padres are right about league average. $158 million is the league average. They are, well, actually, they're spending almost exactly the same right now as the Giants, the Diamondbacks, and they're spending a little bit more than the Rockies. But those teams are all four in order. Yeah. So they're spending, other than, other than the Dodgers, who are now spending pretty much more than anyone. Sure. They are spending the same as their other division rivals. Not more, not less yep. at this point. And I think, you know, obviously the other thing, too, that now you the have... Padres are in a smaller media market than San Francisco, Denver, or Phoenix. Phoenix are all much larger media markets with bigger TV deals right well, now. You, well, just say TV deals. Or TV. Just TV <laughs> deals. Well, Arizona also TV is actually in, are I they think, in, kind of in the same, in the same boat? boat as the Padres, but they're in a bigger market. Yeah, they, they have to figure out the TV, obviously. And, and so, you know, I know it's, I know that's got to sting, man. I, I, you know, I was season ticket holder before too. It's, it stings when they, when they take that money out of your account and the team's not playing well and seemingly guys don't care sometimes. It's, it feels a lot more personal. It does when you're, when you're a season ticket holder. So I totally get his, his frustration. And the only thing I said, like, we have to see what this roster looks like on February 26th or whatever, whenever it is. Uh, um, that, that's the only thing that, that gives you a little bit of solace is they're not done yet. They, they don't have a choice. They have to be active uh, in the next couple of weeks because they got to get this thing filled out. And I think they still have room to be active. And, I think so, too. And, and add to that the, payroll before the start of the season. Yeah, man. And I also think, you know, you're going to have to they're going to have to be creative. And I bet you anything they're, they're working hard on being creative right now and trying to pluck some outfielder from another team. If they do add a little bit to, you know, stay under the luck, even if they stay under the luxury tax, but add another 20 million, they'll be spending about the same as the Red Sox and the Cardinals. Which seems like a good spot for the Padres to be payroll Until you hear that the Red Sox are not spending any money at all this year. They're still spending top ten. Right. All right, that's uh, Rondo Report. And, oh, big announcement coming up after the break. Oh, yeah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 